Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. First rule of Vent Lab is you do not talk about Vent Lab. Second rule of Vent Lab is you do not talk about Vent Lab. Let's keep it with you. Talk about how you feel. Vent Lab. How I feel. How I feel. Oh, you want to know how I feel? I want to know how you feel. You know what? I want to know how you feel, Rebecca. Okay. Tell me how you feel. I'm okay. You doing all right? Yeah. You got anything to <clears throat> vent about? Oh, I do. I do. So why did John Krasinski have to sell out? <laughs> That's just the way it is. No, he's a good guy. Yeah, no, sometimes Why? it just it do be like that sometimes. Here's my question. How are 13-year-olds... Wow, that cut off like just... All right. It's gone. That's fine. How are 13-year-olds <laughs> graduating from college with four degrees? Four. Four of them. It, it, 13. Like four degrees in like diplomas or like it's only four degrees? No, 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 like it's no, cold. No, no. It's it's diplomas. Okay, so what's with reoccurring nightmares? You've been having reoccurring nightmares. Uh, yeah, like forever. You know what would be a, a nightmare? I think what? Like if a bear. Actually, I had a nightmare last night, today during my nap. <laughs> you don't had even know a bear what it was. in it. Here's the thing, though. There was a thirteen, uh, not a thirteen year old. I don't know how. There's how a kid. Came. But anyway, may I've had You're a, a run in with a bear. <laughs> Give me a second. I'm bringing it all around. Here's my question. What do you do when a bear starts following you? Okay, here's my question for you. Why on earth do manure ponds exist? Uh, They're very, very important, Rebecca. Okay, well, we'll be talking a lot more about that coming up. On today's episode of... Where did it go? You, you got, you got, Where did it? Why didn't it? Probably because it's the computer pot, right? And you should turn up the computer pot. Oh, I turned up the wrong... Oh, you're right. You're on today's... Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> on today's episode of... Vent Lab. All right. I like how you took the controls away from me because you didn't Do want me to push not. the buttons. Do but yet not. You had to have me instruct you on what you were doing wrong so you could push the buttons Rebecca, <laughs> there's so many pots on this new board that uh, I bought with my own money. Yeah. You're welcome. I feel very comfortable with that board. Well, you get to use it more than I do. I do. Thank you. Know? you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I should get, I should get some... Uh, some of your uh, some me? of your income, right? Because you use my equipment. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe yeah. you should just like monetize the podcast and like get some income that way. I know, I, <laughs> anyway, I so, would. So, how was your you wanna, weekend? You want to get into that? You <laughs> want to start Nathan, with that? This last weekend was Memorial Day weekend. Yes. How did your weekend go? Oh man, Rebecca, let me tell you what we did. So many fun things. Really? So many fun things. Yeah, my family. Went to this place, uh, the the place where the Cars movie was inspired. Uh huh. They also went to this place. Wait, where with is a, this with place? A big old, uh, I don't remember. Radiator Springs. Just kidding. That's what it's called. Okay, I'm like, Cars. no, that's not what it is here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what it's called. My family also went to uh, this big old crane called Big Brutus. It was a coal mining crane. That, that sounds like fun. Yeah, but they don't do that in Kansas anymore, apparently. Or Missouri, and so it's just kind of hanging out. It was way too big for them to like do anything with, so they just left it on site and then turned it into a park all around it. The thing is massive. Apparently, one scoop from this guy would fill up three trailer or three train carts of coal. That's Did you read that on the plaque outside of the crane? No, that's what my dad told me because I didn't go with them. Wait, what? I stayed home and did nothing why i just wasn't feeling like Nathan, it you know? yeah, I, mean, I don't care if you're not feeling like it get up and go do something it was what like did two you, and a half hours away what did you do instead i played games man I okay had a because good time doing you it. can't ever play games any other time not for not okay. nine hours oh my gosh I'm not happy about it, okay? Uh -huh. I'm not proud. Do I sound proud? A little bit. Well, you sound satisfied with your decision. I'm acting. Satisfied, I'm I'm okay with it. Satisfied is a strong word. 
I've accepted it. If I had to go back, would I go on this adventure with my family? Probably not. It's still a long car ride. <laughs> and I just didn't, you know, I wasn't feeling it. What did you do? I had such a fun weekend. My son's boss invited my family out to their lake house, which is Lynn Valley. I've never even heard of this place. It's like 25 minutes past Overland Park or like Stillwell, Kansas, if you know where that is. Anyway, it is this magical little community and everybody seemed to know each other. And they were all riding around on go-karts and four-wheelers and smiling and happy and having the time of their lives. Anyway, it was like 85 degrees. This lake house was so cool and the family was super nice and they did really good on the whole social distancing thing. Like every family had like, there was only three families there, but every family had like their own little area, like sitting area where they would eat and hang out. And then they had, oh my gosh, every kind of Shasta or not Shasta, but um, Fanta soda. Like they had peach Fanta and raspberry Fanta, like any flavor. That's how you know they're high rollers when they got the good Like one fridge that was all just like specialty sodas. And they were like, have as much as you want. And then they had this massive drawer that was full of chips, like every kind of chips that you could ever ask for. You got a chip drawer. Yes. Wow. And so like if the food wasn't amazing enough, they also had gas powered go-karts and a mud field to ride them in. And they didn't care if you rolled it or broke it because they were all mechanics and are excited to like rebuild it at work when they returned on Tuesday today. And then they had a really cool boat with like good power for pulling tubes. And they had lots of different um, varieties of tubes that we could ride on. They had two jet skis. One was their neighbors, but their neighbor was cool with us using it. Two jet skis that were super awesome, like newer jet skis. And oh, a hot tub. Mm. Is that it? Is that all there was? Okay. Did you mention the pull behind uh, boat inner tube? The things? tubes, yeah. Oh, I okay. just said that there was a variety and the, the boat was like, had power and stuff. The boat so, had power. Like power enough to like really, really. That it could pull like pull your the whole tubes. family? Yeah. So, wow, that's a lot. So my family rode on this tube called the sombrero. And it was called that because it looked like a sombrero. I never would have guessed. And so here's the issue. While we're on it, Jay Wes and I were like in the back of the sombrero and then our kids were on the front sides of it. And the driver of the boat, his name is Danny. He's my son's boss, was trying to kill us. And my husband Mm. did not tuck his elbows properly while we were on this adventure ride of death. And kept stabbing me with his elbow. And my 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 right arm is like all bruised. But he fell off like three times and eventually gave up and got on the boat. So then it was just the three of us. Well, me being the oldest one, of course, I'm going to be the one that gives up first. Right, right, right. And so I'm like, I'm not giving up first. Like, I will ride until I die because I will not be the one that says I'm done first. Also, didn't really feel like falling off either because I didn't want my hair to be wet. Like... I was okay if my hair got wet, but if I could avoid my hair getting wet, then that would be cool too. And so I really, really, really didn't want to fall off. So I stuck on there. I mean, we were like flying up in the air. We were hitting so hard. Like all of our legs were bouncing up in the air. Our feet touched water a few times because we flew out of this tube. Wow. Which which your feet are like tucked down in the rim of it. And so, I mean, it, it was some serious bumps to fly out of it. Anyway, I didn't give up. Guess who gave up first? Uh, it was Grace. Grace, I, Grace yeah. gave up first. Yep. Because she's a weak and little so girl. And so we had to stop for her. And then we went back. But that's when we started riding the jet skis. And I wish I would have started earlier riding the jet skis because, Nathan, I don't know if you know this or not. I've never been on a jet ski before. That makes two of us. Well, one of us now, actually. Yeah. And I... Loved it. So Zach took me out because he had to take this online course. So he was certified to actually drive a jet ski. Mm -hmm. And so he took me out and I was like, why don't you take me around a little bit and then you can teach me how to drive it, which he was totally cool with. So he's flying like 50 miles an hour, literally 50 miles an hour across the lake. Is that an actual, is that the actual or did it feel like? No, 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 no. 
That was the actual speed. Also, the fastest that that jet ski would go was That's 50. a fast jet ski. And he got it up to 50. Like, we were flying so fast, and there's no brake. So when he, like, took his hand off the gas, then we would slow down really fast. And I was, like, holding on to him, and I'm, like, pressing him into the handlebars because, you know, like... The inertia is like pulling you forward. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight to be on. It was guy. it was a little nerve wracking having him drive me, mm-hmm. but once I got to drive it, I had a lot more fun because it's kind of like when there's a snowstorm, I want to be the one driving the car because I want to be in control because then I I think I have a better idea of how much danger I'm in, and and I'm controlling the situation more. So. Once I started driving, like I was only getting up to like 30 miles an hour. I felt a lot more comfortable at that speed. I was having so much fun, but I felt bad that Jay Wes and Grace weren't on the jet skis. Right. So we decided to go back for them. And then the family's like, hey, we have a second jet ski that you guys can use. Now you can all go out. So Jay West jumps on and he's going to drive the jet ski because, you know, he's the man. So he's going to he's going to drive me. Of course. And I was like, do you know how to drive this? And he's like, "Mm hmm, which meant he didn't. And I was like, how hard could it be? We've only got like 20 minutes. I don't have time to mess around and teach you how to drive this. Move over. I'm going to drive. How long does it take to learn how to press go? Nathan, have you ever rode with him anywhere? Yes. Do you notice that he drives a little slower than everybody else. That's fine. If you drive the speed it's limit, not you drive fine the speed when limit. you don't have a lot of time left to ride the jet ski and you've got some ground you want to cover. It's not like you had anywhere to go. Well, we only had a certain amount of time because we had to be off the lake by six. That well, was like the rule for what time jet skis had to stop right, riding. Right, but in, in terms of like jet ski going okay, fast, Okay, regardless, no... he became the rider and I was the driver. I think you're selfish for that. So you didn't give him a turn. I don't care. So I, I took off and I went. Yes. So I'm racing Zacchaeus. And because I'm feeling really comfortable and confident with my skills now, I'm going as fast as Zacchaeus is. And we're both, we're hitting like the, the waves that the boats are making. Uh-huh. And I mean, we are flying. Like you have to stand up on the jet ski because you're hitting so hard. You need your legs for like some shock absorption. And Jay West is screaming on the back like a little girl. Not really. He's just yelling. Um, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Which was basically telling me to stop. And I don't like when somebody tells me to to do something, so I do the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that well, I mean, you know, that's generally what you want to do. I probably had somebody's just, life is in your uh-huh, hands. A little Rebecca. bit more speed, like maybe five more miles an hour to go. But I punched it as fast as that thing would go, and then something came out of my mouth that I hadn't heard in a while. Gary! No. No, it wasn't wasn't that. It was this laugh of like pure joy. Like, you know, the phrase of like bursting with joy. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it was. Where it just like makes its way up through your chest. Yeah, like it was uncontrollable. It just like burst out of me. Yeah. And I realized like how much fun I was having. Like, that was amazing. Like, (laughs) I had so much fun. And part of it was like that I was tormenting my husband. That's horrible. You're a (laughs) jerk. I was having so much fun. Guys, join we us survived. Join us next week for Shock Therapy when <laughs> Rebecca's husband is on here telling us how to deal with a jerk wife. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Shock Therapy is next week. If you have questions you'd like to submit, 816-787-1511. That's very good. <laughs> what do we got today, Rebecca? I am so upset about some good news. With John Krasinski. Oh, not like just some good news, but like the some good news. Yes. We talked about it on our podcast last week, Mm -hmm. which I have a little correction to make because somebody texted in and said, you know, you said the pandemic was over when we were talking about how because everything is coming to an end, then John Krasinski decided to end some good news. We are aware that the pandemic isn't over. But we know that some of the restrictions are lifting. And so we're not so like locked down in our homes like we were before. And so that mm-hmm. that's what we were referring to. But but what we covered was how much I loved some good news and how much I cried watching that and how cool it was that 
this was there for us during the pandemic and that John Krasinski just did this. Yeah. Like he came up with this and did this. Okay, so here's the thing that I'm frustrated about because he sold it to CBS. Okay. And I'm not upset about that at all. I'm oh. not upset about the fact that he sold it. There was actually a bidding war over it. Because it's a brilliant idea to have a news station that is completely dedicated to good news. I think that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm really glad that John Krasinski is getting the money for that. Like, I think he's a good guy. He had a really good idea. Somebody else is taking it and they're going to do it and whatever. That's fine. I'm fine with that. People are upset about the fact like that John Krasinski sold out and... You know, what a jerk. You do this feel good thing. And now it was all just for money. Well, it wasn't all just for money. It just happened to be that he ended up making money (laughs) off of it. And that's cool. Yeah. Like any of us would be happy if we came up with a good idea. And and it started out just this thing that came from our heart. And then we're like, oh, wait, cool. I can make like a million dollars off of that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I mean, what if he does something good with that money? Right. He's a charitable guy. He's probably going to do something good. But regardless, he can have the money. That's cool. John can have it, man. Here's what I don't like. He's not going to be the host. Okay. And I don't like when like a TV station or whatever buys a program and then destroys it. You think they're going to destroy it? I I don't think they're going to do a great job because I think John Krasinski was very like candid in how he did it. And it was, it was like not good quality. And that was like what was so charming about it. Is because it was like his kids made the logo. He's doing it from his office. The tech didn't always work. And that was fun. Like, it it was very relatable. Right. Like, it's kind of like what we were trying <laughs> yeah, to, like, what a great idea. navigate here when we were trying to figure out, like, all of the tech stuff. It's just, like, what we're all going through. And so that's what I think it was. It was really special. And do you remember when... Um, do you remember... The 21st night of September. Sorry, what were you saying? Do you remember when Do you remember Jimmy Fallon did the lip sync battle? Yeah. Okay, and it was really great, and everybody looked forward to it. It was like every once in a while he would do it, and then you were like everybody would go back the next day and rewatch it. It was awesome, and Emma Stone was my favorite on lip sync battle. Well, then network bought it and then it sucked like i mean it was okay but like it sucked like it wasn't what it was yeah which it never is because it's i mean and that's but can't we just like leave it there because it was special during the pandemic and like we could just leave it there that it was like something that helped people and i think that would have been fine but on the flip side this is going to get arguably bigger. More good news is going to have a light shed on it. And hopefully it helps even more people than what it had previously. I guess. So some good. I have a bad attitude about it. Most people do. I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm just resistant to it. Like I won't watch it right away. Who who's the new host? I don't know. I don't think they've named who the new host is yet. Oh. It's very very secretive. There's yeah. not a lot of information out there. That poor individual who's who taken up that take mantle, that? man. Because John Krasinski's awesome. Yeah. Here's my fear with it though: is that it's going to eventually turn into like just another late night show. Where they like they start off with the banter and then it gets like a little bit political, more political than it. You think it's gonna right morph to. into like it's gonna go from like just good news to like to like ah we're just making jokes about what's happening in the yeah. world. We're just having a lighthearted attitude about it, but it's like yeah, but you're kind of reminding everybody and you're still feeding a anyway. Um, that that's my fear that that's where it's gonna lead to, but we'll see where it goes. I withhold all judgment until I've seen it. Speaking of judgment. Same with Space Force. Yes. Is that where you go? Yes, that's where I was going. Great minds think alike. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. You should have a sounder for that or something. You know, I I don't. And quite frankly, it's... Acceptable! Acceptable. It's... (laughs) I I had it potted down. Unacceptable! Unacceptable. 
Man, I'm killing it today. Yeah, just so you guys know, Nathan took the board again. I didn't from me. take the board. He won't let me push. I just didn't move it over there. He won't let me push the button. Yeah, because I don't want to hear this the whole time. I I need to get one of those wands like so I can push the buttons from where I'm sitting. It's much more tastefully done when I do it. I don't and know entertaining. about that. All right. Continue on. Space Force Space probably going to suck. So it comes out at the end of this month. It's like a couple days, right? This Friday. This Friday. May 29th. I've been looking forward to this because huge Office fan and this stars Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Basically, they've been selling this to us like it's going to be like the Office Three. Yeah, some some of the same uh, writers from The Office as uh-huh. well. And so the whole time I'm like, okay, I love The Office and I've rewatched it like all the seasons like 50 times. So now I have something new to watch. I'm so excited. The reviews are terrible, Nathan. Shockingly. Shockingly terrible. Yeah. Here, here's, um, this isn't the headline, but this is a quote from, that the headline was, Space Force Steve Carell's new Trump-mocking Netflix series is shockingly bad. That was the, that was the headline. The quote from it is this, <clears throat> Space Force is largely unfunny, has no sense of perspective or tone, and outside of a pleasant, somewhat adorable, odd couple friendship between Carell and Malkovich's characters offers little to warrant a recommendation. Oh, my gosh. This man went off uh-huh. on it. He's not happy. He it's, did not like it. I mean, he dug to find something good, so it wasn't all negative, but he didn't like the series at all. It's a long article that this dude wrote just dogging on Space Force, man. I'm, not, I'm still going to watch it. Okay, I've watched a couple of the previews and I'm not completely sold on it, but I'm interested because I'm such an Office fan and just a Steve Carell fan in general. And that man has aged well. Yeah, he looks the yeah. same. He, well, no, he looks better older than he looked when he was on The Office. Well, whenever The Office first started, they intentionally yeah, was, like, it made was really him look bad. bad. But I think he's rocking the gray hair. He looks great with gray hair. I think he looks better with gray hair than he does with black hair. Yeah, but I'm also just a fan of gray hair in general. Okay. If I went gray early, I'd probably be fine with it. Especially if I kept the curls. Can you imagine curly gray hair? I would look like a scientist. Uh Uh-huh. They should put me on Space Force. Anyway, it's besides the point. I'm watching it. I will give my review after I watch it because I'll probably totally just binge watch the whole season in like a short period of time yeah and see i'm curious because this guy uh he said that he was able to watch all of the currently finished episodes Mm -hmm. uh, up to like episode seven maybe um and and so i'm curious if whenever they release on netflix if they're going to go like one episode at a time or if they're no, going to be no, like, no. are re- they just dumping they it all? They have to release the whole season. That's just the way it works on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I don't watch. Nobody releases one episode at a time on Netflix. You okay. get the whole season. That's the point of binge watching. Right. But I didn't know like like with Hulu, you know, you can binge watch on Hulu, but only to a certain extent because they upload it episode by episode, right? I thought it was season by season. Maybe it is season by season. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We're, we're, getting this, we're getting the entire season. Okay. A space force and I'm binge watching it. There's one thing I'm annoyed with right now though, before I've even watched it. Yeah. Just by the previews, the sound of his voice. He's <laughs> like gotten kind of raspy in it. Yeah. Let me uh let me see if I can... He curses a couple times. In oh, this, he does, so... does he? Yeah. Let's see. So let's hopefully see you'll he... find a clean one. Yeah, let's see if he curses in this part. Been my dream to start something from the ground up. But space is hard. Yeah, yeah, that I was that that yeah. like a great example right there. He's Space a little is hard. raspy and it kind of hurts my throat when I listen to him. Yeah, he's definitely going hard on like the older military-esque gentleman, but still like maintaining that Steve Carell I just character. want him to be Steve Carell. It, it, it's fans of The Office that are going to be watching this. It's true. All we want is Steve Carell. Here's the you thing, though, just, right? You could have just 
named him Michael, <laughs> and we would have been so happy. That's probably true. You but could have just put the office cast in a space setting, and we would have been so happy. But then people would have been like, this didn't, like, they didn't put any effort into this. No, it's making you know? me so happy just even thinking about the possibility that it would just be the office playing out, but in Space Force. They had, they had to make it like different enough but that it why? wasn't the office 2.0 because people would have dogged on it no, especially 2. if it sucks. was like parks and rec this is 3.0 maybe yes maybe yes okay but anyway we'll see if it uh does is deserving of the 3.0 title because apparently this guy thinks it sucks and i by the way i don't know if i said this on the podcast or not but i kind of called it after the first trailer i was like Yes. Don't you, think this is going to be good. You told me that you weren't really interested in it. Yeah, after watching that trailer, the very first one, I was like, ugh. And I was like, I don't care what you say. This and I still really don't care forced. what you say. I'm going to watch it. You know what else got really bad reviews out of the gate? The Greatest Showman. That was like the greatest show ever made. Yeah. You've never watched it. Uh, I haven't. But it's fantastic. Also, I think The Office also kind of took a little bit for people to get the hang of probably yeah what the what what you're you're facetiming me i'm not you're calling me on skype right now how am i calling you on skype i it, you called me on skype no i didn't it said you it says you missed a call from rebecca crockett how could i call you you're on the ipad right now but i didn't dial anything where is your phone it's right here. Is Messenger open on it? No. Did I? I think you're full of it, dude. <laughs> Why would I purposely do that? I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm thinking. Is there is there a transition that I'm missing? <laughs> like, are you dropping hints? No. What's the next story? It's. Is there something? I don't know what just happened. What the heck? That was 100% you. And why did I hear it? Because your phone must have like tapped into the Bluetooth of our system. No, my Bluetooth isn't on. Dude, I think you're up to something. The Bluetooth on the board <laughs> isn't even on. It's always on. If it's glowing blue, it's on. But it's muted. Oh my gosh. Maybe it, maybe it was just the audio coming through the the mic i don't know this is suspicious <laughs> oh you know what what i have messenger open on the computer and whenever you call it it still says you missed the video <laughs> chat with rebecca but okay wow <laughs> so it came through the computer Jeez, mystery my, solved gosh, my brain is just going nuts right now okay right. but speaking of mysteries Yes. So this weekend, my family and I were having this discussion because I always have like these reoccurring dreams that just drive me crazy. And I assumed that everybody has the same like reoccurring dream. Like this happens to everybody all the time while they're dreaming, right? Like all the time. I think it's like every single night in my dreams, I'm running in slow motion. Like as hard as I try to run, I can't run. Like, it's like I'm wearing lead shoes and what? I'm trying so hard to run and I can't. Or if I have to fight somebody, like I'm punching them, but I'm like basically just tapping them. Like I can't, mm -hmm. like I'm throwing my fist as hard as I can and it's not making a difference. The other thing is if I have to scream, like as hard as I try to scream, I can't. Really? And so I'm telling my family this and they're like acting like, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, that's not something they've experienced. And my daughter's like, no, I hate when I can't see in my dreams, when I'm squinting the entire time trying to see in my dreams. And I was like, I have never experienced that ever. And my husband's like, no, no, mine is like, I'm always trying to breathe underwater and I'm suffocating. Ooh. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, so we all like have these different like reoccurring dreams that are happening all the time. And so when I asked my son Zach about it, he had the squinting thing like Grace has. Huh. So what did I do with this information? You saw a I went to doctor. Twitter. Yep, well, close enough. And I posted it on Twitter and people started responding about their reoccurring dreams. 
What did they say? Well, this is Nathan, weird, for, man. Okay, don't you, do you have a reoccurring dream? Um, no, not. Wait, seriously? Wait. Like nothing? Like nothing that's like consistent in your dreams that I, you struggle with? The only thing consistent about my dreams is that they're consistently not there. Like I just okay. don't remember my dreams. But you ever. don't have like a struggle in your dream that you always have to deal with. No, I can't think of the last time other than other than this afternoon whenever I was napping and I had a dream then, but it wasn't even like a scary dream. I was being chased by a bear, but it wasn't like scary. Um, <laughs> it was very, a uh, very calming situation. I had it all under control. Um, <laughs> but no, dude, mo- anytime I do have a dream worth remembering, it's more weird than scary. And there's there it's it's like, oh, man, like. What a bizarre dream, but it's never scary or anything. Okay, so yeah. so Sam Stevie the third said one a cuss word getting on to the air, which he's a producer for Dana and Park Show on KMBZ, or two people stealing things from me. Uh, is he just talking about like real life? See, that's what I said. I was like, no, those things actually happen. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm living out my worst nightmares. Like both of those things happened to him last week. Um, Megan Hader said not being able to scream as someone is chasing me and my teeth randomly falling out, which I've heard about that. I've heard that that's a thing. Your teeth falling out during a dream. Do you think real quick, do you think these dreams like mean anything? I actually looked it up. And so after I read these, I'm going to tell you what it, what the information I received is telling me about why we're having these reoccurring or not you, but everybody else in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Jeff Watkins says mine starts out great. I take off running and can then fly, but soon I realize I can't come back down. Panic sets in before I wake up. That's kind of cool, though. Oh, well, I guess if he panics. Well, he's flying, but then he can't figure out how to not fly anymore. I just wish I could have a dream where I fly, man. That's never happened to me before. Really? Yeah, never. See, I've had dreams where I could fly, but, like, I had to, like, pump my arms to, like, Hmm. keep myself up. You know, like a bird. Yeah. Okay, um, Jayhawk for Life says, being way behind schedule at a job I haven't worked in seven years. I I think I have had... Probably several job like dreams. work stress yeah. dreams. Oh, I had a lot of them in college. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was this really stressful situation. <laughs> yeah, and one of I was in Springfield, and I was also like failing at my job. That was also <laughs> cause a lot of stress dreams. But anyway, John Con- Contreras says gun jams, like when you go to shoot the gun. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's scary. Um. So I don't even know what this word. Uh, I'd ra- I'd rather laugh. Okay, all my teeth falling out, and back in college, and I have not read anything or went to class all semester. I have this dream frequently. Somebody yeah. else said snakes. Matt Pollock says snakes. Oh, Mimi says I've got that can't run dream too. Weird. Weird. I wonder what that means. Jennifer Evans says can't scream, and I need to scream. Um, Jenny Kincaid Julian says can't run and not being able to help my kids. Oh my gosh. There was this one about kids here. Okay. Getting, this is Sabrina R getting home without my children and not being able to remember where I left them. My children are 35, 34 and 27. (laughs) I, I feel like a lot of these stem from like stressful times in life. You are really, really close. Like, that's basically what it is. It says, like, for mind, a dream in slow motion represents your attentiveness to all the details of a waking life situation, feeling that it's incredible that you can perfectly notice every single thing happen in a situation or that you react flawlessly to a situation. But they say that you're having these reoccurring dreams because of a stressful or traumatic situation in your life and it's like something you can't control and you're trying to to resolve it in your right. dream which would make sense as to why i don't have these very often because i am in total control of my surroundings right i never run into any issues that i can't fix given enough time I'm surprised I haven't had any podcast stress streams with all the technical difficulties we've had in the last month. 
I have work stress dreams all the time. And since we've been on this pandemic, my dream is that I can't like get it recorded, my news recorded fast enough and submitted. Mm -hmm. Like I'll I'll miss a deadline or something like that. Like Sam will be calling me and being like, where's your news? And I'll be like, I'm trying to get it. And I can't get it in time. And like a whole bunch of stuff is going wrong. And that's why I can't. I can't get it. They say that you can resolve these by resolving the situation that's actually really? happening in your life. If I could do that, then it would have been done already. Right? That's what I feel like. <laughs> like, especially for those people, like you mentioned, the lady who uh, has dreams about leaving her kids behind. Like, she can't find and them. And they're adults now. Like, okay, yeah, good luck with that one. Like, what, do you just move in with your kids? Have them sleep in the same room with you? <laughs> But it's got to be stemming from like another traumatic event. I mean, maybe you have to go see like a counselor or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Get some, uh, what is it called? Psychotherapy? Sure. I don't know. Or just Maybe therapy. I just made that up. Maybe just regular therapy. Oh my gosh. It smells delicious. Dinner? Do you smell that? That's because the studio is right below the kitchen. That's so dinner wonderful. is just falling down upon our heads. What a great plan. Lasagna soup. Yeah. Which that's what's for dinner. I've never me. had anywhere else other than here, by the way. I've never had it in my entire life. Oh, right. Because gluten there's and meat, meat in it and yeah. gluten. Yeah. 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 I'm having a gluten free grilled cheese, though, while you guys have the lasagna soup. Mm, that sucks. All righty, Rebecca, what else? You want to speak about something else that's tasty? Yeah. Elvis is going to go get groomed this weekend. Oh, uh, well. And so last... Please, no. No. No, he is. No. Last no! week on the podcast... What else do we have on the agenda to talk about? We were talking about Elvis's uh, oozing issue. You talk about bears. And him really needing to go to talk the groomer. 13-year-olds But the degrees. groomer was closed down because of the pandemic. Uh, and he needed Space his Force anal again. glands extracted. Oh, yeah, there, there and you're is. like, it's this the... is not, no. you're like the only no. person no. who gets your dog's anal glands extracted. And I was like, I am not the only person. So anyway, I contacted Alrighty. my groomer and was like, hey, when are you guys open back up? Elvis really needs to be groomed. And she's like, this is a cool thing. She's like, actually, I'm opening up my own grooming business out of my home. Hmm. Which is cool. She's been a groomer for 10 years. Yeah. And so she took this pandemic and she flipped it upside down. Cool. And she took her life, her career into her own hands. And she's like, that is so I'm not going back to work for somebody else. That's incredible. I'm going to build my grooming business from my home. So anyway, I'm asking her, great. I would love to bring Elvis to your house for a grooming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What services do you offer? So she Man, gave me so two different packages to okay. choose from. Okay. Neither package mentioned the anal extraction. Oh my God. Well, and so. Really? Yeah. And so she calls herself a groomer. I had to actually ask her, ask That's her, insane. Hey, uh, question. Yeah, just hey girl. Hey. Question. Anal extraction. Right. Do you do, you do that? And she's Normal like, Normal question oh, to ask of an course. individual. That's included always. For the dog or? F it, it, for Elvis. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. The good anal extraction is probably pretty pleasant. Well, you could always get a bidet. <laughs> anyway, so then I, I told her <laughs> Please about. Please never say that again. <laughs> I told her about. This situation where you think I'm the only person who gets my dog's anal glands extracted. Right, And right. she's like, oh, no, 80% of my clientele ask for it, but we mm. always offer it. So she sent, she sent a little message for you. Okay. Well, it's hard to believe, honestly. Anal gland expression is a real thing. Yeah. There you go. Alrighty then. Lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. And that will be a button sure. we have to push whenever we need to. Anal gland expression is a real thing. Yeah. So are freaking unicorns. No, right. no, they're not. Moving on. Actually, yes, rhinos are really fat unicorns. <laughs> wow, are you 14? No, but I get mistaken for that age all the time. I'm sure you do. <laughs> hey, Rebecca and I made a deal. Okay. Because she's going through this phase where she dyes all of, her, all of her hairs. Yeah, as opposed to just a couple of them. Right. She dyes mm -hmm. her whole head, whatever color she's feeling. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, quite frankly, it's going to take a toll on her roots, but <laughs> I haven't brought that up yet. On my roots? Yeah, and just your hair in general. You okay. know, it's all going to start falling out, and then you're going to so be my hair is old all, with thin hair, and it's going to be it's great. It's all the same color right now. But anyway, I made a deal with Rebecca. I said, Rebecca, if you go full gray whenever the time comes. You said white. Fine, full white. Which I don't know what, which it'll be. It could be gray or white. Gray or white. How about that? I think I'd rather have white. But all right, that's whatever. fine. If you go full, full, full gray or white, whatever. When the roots start coming in, if I just go ahead and color it all gray or all white. I'm just saying let it go all natural. Like slowly grow out? Once the roots start coming in, it's gonna. I'm, I'm going to go either all, all gray or white or whatever, or else I'm going all a hair color. I'm not letting like the roots grow out where it's like a gray on the roots and then the bottom half of my hair is another color. That's okay. not happening. Fine. 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 Anyway, what do you, what do you whenever Rebecca no. goes all gray, Why would I do that? I said, if you let it go gray, I'll put my hair gray too. I'll make it gray. I've never dyed my hair before. Uh huh. I think it's damaging and uh-huh. I don't want to damage my luscious locks. <laughs> right. But I would for the sake of solidarity i don't know actually you know quite frankly i didn't think you'd take me up on no it. i said deal yeah pretty like immediately. i'm totally okay with that so that's a that's a deal that was made stay tuned for that it'll probably be within it'll the next be a year. while you know what my mom i don't remember how old exactly my mom is but i know she's of retirement age and she is still not gray really also has barely any wrinkles. My my dad is pretty much all gray, which I didn't realize. I wish he would grow out his beard because I know his beard would be gray and uh-huh. I bet it would look dope. The man can grow Steve, a nice grow beard. grow your beard. I, I talked to, to him it. about it and he won't. He, and he gave me a solid reason for it, um, which I won't share here. But it's a solid enough reason that I was like, all right, I'll stop pushing for the, for the dad beard. I'll just... Now I'm very curious. Live what the vicari- I, I'll tell you, yeah. Anyway, I'll just live vicariously. Uh, well, yeah, I'll grow a beard instead of dad, and then I'll dye my beard. That's what I was gray. gonna say. If you okay, so if you go gray, when I go gray, what about the beard? Because it's gonna look weird if your beard is one color and your hair is another. Will it though? Yeah. What if I just also, dye have my you have you seen white? a good like gray or white beard like? Yeah. It looks so awesome. Get some get some touch of gray in there, you know? Just whoosh, whoosh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. They'll they'll call me the the silver stallion. <laughs> what a hunk that guy is. <laughs> okay, so what if you like dye your hair gray and you instantly look really old? Like you don't like you look like an old man. Dude, I'm fine with that too because I've seen my my grandpa, and he's a good-looking dude, and he's white. His hair is also white, and the man <laughs> looks great. <laughs> I've never seen him with a beard. I'll give you that. Uh-huh. But remember uh, like a year ago, whenever it was real popular to do that like face aging like, oh, yeah, the app. filter thing that stole uh, all your data and yes, sold it to the Chinese to, government? Like, oh, that was Russia, but cool. Uh, well, probably both, actually. Um I thought I looked fine there. You could probably scroll back on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Fentlab, and you'll probably find it. I thought I looked great. Anyway, what were you going to say? Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, and so that's that. That'll be down the road, maybe a year or two before Rebecca goes fully gray. Oh, my gosh. I, listen, I'm just saying... How old are you? You're I'm over, 40. Over the hill. I'm it's 40. It's all downhill. You know what they say about 40? What? Uh, it's all downhill from here. Okay. You know, actually they say that after 50, but I feel like what are the odds that 50 is the halfway point in your life, you know? It's true. I think, you know, 80 is more average for death. Yeah. I don't want to go past 80. You know, if I hit 80, just... Pull the plug, whatever. Okay, here's the thing. So after I did the whole tubing thing this weekend, I was so sore. Like my whole family, we were like couldn't make it up the stairs. We were all so sore and couldn't lift our arms. And my daughter was like, is this how grandma and grandpa feel? And I was like, oh my gosh, 
What if this is how grandma and grandpa feel all the time? I don't want to get older. I bet it is. I, I've thought about the same thing. Like, I just don't feel like getting old. But I don't know how bad my genes are going to be. My dad built a deck in two days. And the man is like, I don't know, in his 70s. Well, but 70s. I wouldn't consider him older yet. And he's not in his 70s. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not. I don't know. I think he, he's like. He's not like. He's getting close he's to 60, like though. aches and pains from time to time. But he's not like aches and pains all the time stage. Right. He's like, man, I built that deck. And now, you know. My hand hurts. And then it's like one day later, he's down at the barn scooping poop or building something else. But then you have like grandma and grandpa when they go to like take a seat and they're like, right. as they sit down. Yeah. And you can or hear all their up. bones creaking. Or like walking up and down stairs. And yeah. yeah and I'm thinking like. like if they're as miserable as I was this weekend all the time. Yeah. Nathan, we've already discussed this. You're supposed to, you're going to be the sniper. You're going to take me out. No, that's not what we discussed. I'm the one that gets sniped. I thought we agreed we would snipe each other. How are we going to do that? I'll On a timer? <laughs> we well, both know my reflexes are faster. I get the short end of that stick. <laughs> Unless we set up some machine, right, where we stand up against the wall... <laughs> And then it's just on a timer, you know, we just, I don't know. We got, if you have we got time any to think ideas of how Nathan and I could snipe each other, you can text us to 816-787-1511. Yeah. Is that bad though? That like, like, I don't want to be old. Like if I'm in a nursing home, pain. just put me in the funeral. I don't home. think it's that you don't want to be old. You don't want to be in pain. No, I just don't want to be old. I don't you care to be, be on this to, earth like, for that long. Function. You want to be on earth this long if you like the life you're living and you love the people who are around you. I don't even know, though. But like being what? in pain all the time. No, that's not fun. What do I have to gain staying here versus dying and going to heaven? Well, the people who love you. Like, Screw them. They want I want to go to heaven here. where it's cooler. Okay. The, okay. You know? I'm going to ask that next question I was going to ask. What? What? Nothing. No, ask uh -uh. it. I want to uh -uh. hear it. Hit no, me. it's not okay. Hit me it's with it. It's not okay. All right, jerk. <laughs> no, me not asking the question was being nice. Okay. If I would have asked it. Well, I you thought like it, and it's the thought that counts. Jerk. So you're, you're still jerk. Okay. You know, as bad as things get, at least you're not this guy. You're talking about the 13-year-old that's already done enough college to earn four degrees? No, that, no. I think that's a pretty good life. Uh, I don't know, Why don't man. you go ahead and talk about that story? <laughs> uh, that That's honestly pretty much the uh, the extent of it. Jack Rico uh, recently graduated. He's 13. He started college whenever he was 11, and he just earned his fourth degree, associate's degree, so they're only two years, but we're talking four degrees, four, four yeah, two-year degrees in two years. Four associate's degrees. I completed a two-year degree in three years, and that was enough, but granted I was working, I wasn't 13, so still this kid wins, but uh, he's in California, um, the youngest student, obviously, to ever graduate from Fullerton College, and uh, here's here's some audio from that. The, the kid is insane he also seems very smart which you know would, would make sense i'm 13 so i don't want to like rush everything like i'm still trying to figure it out but i just want to focus on learning right now because that's what i love to do obviously he loves to learn mm -hmm. he's got four degrees he's already got a full ride to uh, some other college i don't even remember what that college is but uh i'm uh, like does this seem like a good time? There's there's a quote in his story that says like he's not gonna go on for that four year yet because he doesn't want to rush it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thirteen, like, so I don't want to like rush everything. Like I'm thirteen, so I don't want to like rush everything. Like, but he's like rush thirteen everything, and rush everything. Rush everything. <laughs> rush everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't rush it, kid. Don't rush it, kid. All right, you already got the four years. You already got the four degrees. Just take a chill. Maybe, maybe go to the four-year college whenever you're like, uh, I don't know, 15, you know? Don't rush it. I don't get it. Like, how do how, how do some people get, like, dished out major brains? 
And then some people are like so incredibly dumb. Here's my question. All right. This is going to get deep. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. Deep for my brain. <laughs> okay. If you have a super smart kid, do you go ahead and have them start taking college classes and earning degrees whenever they're younger, like this kid? Or do you allow them to go through at the same pace as everyone else? Well, if they're gifted or, you know, super smart, right. they're going to get bored if they're just left to, to go at the same pace as everybody else. It's like an athlete. If you were like an amazing runner, but they left you to be with, you know, your middle school track group, but you were Olympic level, that would just like stunt your growth. Right. Not physical growth, but like your your abilities. But but here's here's my concern. Uh, going along with that, let's say you have this kid who's a soccer prodigy. Absolutely nuts. He's playing on like high school varsity teams whenever he's like eight, you know, just incredible. He's got the full ride, whatever. He, by the time he's like 16, he's on an MLS team. Like, dude's just nuts. That kid does not have a social life. And he does not know what it feels like to be a regular teenager because he's always been on this level with other people. No, I There's got to be some development issues, right? I think you have right? to have like the intellectual level to, to challenge his brain. But then there's still got to be the social aspect. But who is he going to socialize best with? The people that are on the same intellectual level as him. He may be 13, but intellectually, he's going to match those people that are in college better and have those discussions that are going to really spark his interests. There are some things in life that you learn from experience just by it happening th through your teenage years, through your young adult years. And I feel like, well, for one thing, college is a very, very like maturing time for a lot of people because they're out of high school. A lot of these high schoolers are out of the house now on their own. And so they're learning how to do all these things. This kid is going to skip college, which, by the way, if you don't go to college, that's fine. And you're not like missing out really on anything. But I had a lot of like developmental things that like I figured out while I was in college. And I feel like he might be missing these things. I think his parents are probably going to provide that outlet for him. Still. Are they or are they going to try well, to push him and in make gifted millions? programs? They encourage that, that they're still being socialized to interact with their peers all right. In other ways, but intellectually being challenged. We are not ending this podcast until we talk about the other end of the spectrum here. Listen, we're not going to rush everything. We can okay. take our time. Because <laughs> there's the guy in Sacramento, California, who got a DUI after he drove his vehicle into a liquid manure storage pond. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about manure? <laughs> talk about manure okay my question one that was really bad and he was in it for like two hours because he spent the first hour trying to get his car out himself before he called the police yeah all whilst floundering around in a in the poop manure pond yeah so but then my question is why do storage manure ponds exist like why do you need to store poop in a pond well this was out in the country not very close to a city, I presume. Mm -hmm. I know at our house, even though we're right outside of the city limits, we have a personal sewer pond, manure pond, Wait, you have a lagoon, poop, you whatever have a you want to call it. You have a poop pond at your house? We got a poop pond. In fact, we got two. You have two poop ponds we got at two your poop house. Ponds. What do you do with your poop ponds? Don't get <laughs> near it. You don't get near it unless you're a kid and you're looking around for a... Uh, you know, frogs. So, uh, hold on. Wait, you you spent yeah. time around the pond looking for for frogs? Uh, sometimes as a kid, we uh we hung around biggest toads you'll ever see, and I know you doubt that. Did you that. say turds? Biggest turds you'll ever see. If you're not careful, <laughs> what, the brown thing you're grabbing, if <laughs> you gotta watch if it does it hop or does it float. <laughs> You have to be very selective. Okay. No, really, you don't see. Here's the thing. You don't see any turds and everything because it goes through the whole process of, you know, you flush it and then it goes through the sewage, 
like that's in your house, all the pipes and everything. Then it goes to your septic tank, sits there for a while, and then it goes out to the to manure the pond. pond. To the poo pond. And and that's where it finds its life. For the so rest the poop of its just sits existence. there forever. Well, I think it probably like eventually kind of goes into the earth and fertilizes fertilizes the ground around it. Um, there's always a lot of like cattails and stuff growing up all around it and everything like that. But it's necessary because you don't have city sewage out in the country. So you have poop ponds. You have poop ponds. And okay. I, but like, didn't your parents tell you like, this is a poop pond and you don't go near it? Well, they said don't get in it. But you were like, that's where the biggest toads are. We never got in it. Here's the thing. As a kid, I was not as afraid of touching poo water as I was of drowning. Uh-huh. So we were very careful we may have all had our different reasons. My reason for not getting in the water was, I don't know how sticky that mud is. That's not mud. <laughs> I don't know how deep it is. And I don't want to get caught in the water and, and drown, caught in the mud and, and not be able to swim out. So I just didn't get in it. Also, snapping turtles. That was a big reason, too. There's snapping turtles in the poop pond? Big old snapping turtles. This sounds like, like a nightmare. Yeah, and if you're not careful they'll uh grab the duck's feet and drag them under and they'll drown the duck do you know snapping turtles can kill ducks are you kidding me yeah i'm dead serious man snapping turtles are beasts that live in poop they deserve to perish oh my god yeah i I hate them but uh yeah so that's sewer ponds exist for a reason i might not be totally correct in my understanding of it i suppose i never really asked about it i just kind of understood that's where the poop goes yeah in fact as a kid growing up on a farm i didn't understand how city sewage works because i was like what do you mean you don't have a sewer pond where does all your poop go (laughs) you mean it all goes underground and it flows into this whole thing i just thought they made that up for ninja turtles i didn't (sighs) i didn't realize but, but but you guys like you had a family member that that did go in the pond right oh he wasn't a family member at the time but now tell you what after seeing how he handled breaking through the ice and wait he broke through a fruit a frozen poop pond oh man and he stole my sister's heart while doing it my brother-in-law i won't call him out by name i don't think matt would appreciate that but uh we were it was a snowy day i'll give him the benefit of the doubt there was a lot of snow on the ground we were out pulling a sled behind the four-wheeler trying to yank kids off uh-huh. and have them eat It's like the <clears throat> winter version of tubing. Right, exactly. Uh-huh. The country version. Uh-huh. And uh, he had fallen off, but he, the other kids on the sled were still on, so he was just kind of walking to the centralized location. And he walked unknowingly over the sewer pond, over which the was poop pond. frozen and covered with snow, but it wasn't frozen very n- much, and he was broke the snow through. Was white? It was white. Okay. Yeah, 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 because it was frozen, so the, the snow didn't touch the poop. Okay. Um, anyway, so he broke through, and then we had to go pull him out. Fortunately for him, it wasn't at a deep spot, and so it, was, it wasn't It was a big deal. He just kind of climbed out, and then he had to go change his clothes, and he smelled real bad, probably. That's about that it. It wasn't very... horrible. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've thought uh, there's better things to fall into, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. But all in all, you know. At least the snapping turtles weren't there, right? And he still got the girl. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know what snapping turtles do in frozen ponds. I know fish just kind of chill. Yeah, literally. Yeah, rise to the top. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know what snapping turtles do. They probably burrow in the in the ground. If I had to guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I'd ask Siri if we had time, but I know we're out of time. We are out of time. Thank you so much for listening to the Vent Lab. It means a ton to us. We cannot express how much your support means to us, even just through listening. And Friday, Friday live stream. It is the What Is Your Story series that we're doing right now. We have Six Foot Sam Stevie going to be in the studio. Producer of the Dana Parks Show joining us. Yep. So be sure to join us on Facebook Live, 8 p.m. Central Time, for that live stream. Next week, the first episode of uh, what, what may 
June. The first episode of June and of every month, Shock Therapy, mm-hmm. Pastor John Wesley Crockett will be in the studio giving you theological answers so to text your, your questions. questions. 816-787-1511. It's 816-787-1511. That's the Vent Lab text line. It's anonymous, so whatever questions you got, don't be afraid to text them in, and uh, we'll do our best to answer them. Next week on Vent Lab Shock Therapy with Jay West. My name is Nathan. I'm Max. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.